up, everybody? You're listening to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. I'm your host, virtual marketing coach and fellow creative soul, Miranda Rodriguez. In this podcast, you'll get expert marketing guidance that you can implement on your own, and you'll learn how marketing your business can be simple, doable, and fun. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast, episode number 107, Getting Real with Yourself. If you're ready to improve the way you market your business and have someone in your corner to support you through those uncomfortable business moments, then I am ready to meet with you. Visit marketinguninhibited.com where you can schedule your free 30-minute consultation You can download and take the free Marketing 101 workshop, which covers all of the marketing basics, setting up your marketing foundation, and you can learn more about the two ways we can work together, monthly one-on-one marketing coaching and the one-time 90-minute jumpstart for all those marketing problems you need to solve or projects you want to tackle before moving forward with coaching. Okay, guys. I'm back. This is my first episode since I have gotten home from Arizona. As some of you may know, or maybe you saw on social media, I took a one-week solo trip to Tempe, Arizona and Sedona, and um, it was really amazing. I have never been to that part of the country. The Southwest is not something I've explored, and I do have a friend in Tempe, so I met up with her Um, And she and I went to Sedona together and we spent four days hiking in total. I wasn't in Sedona the whole time. Um, So we spent a couple days hiking in Sedona, one day at a winery. I don't know um, if you guys are fans of the band Tool, but the lead singer Maynard owns property and wineries and restaurants in Cornville, Arizona. So we had the opportunity to go there or Cottonwood. Those two places have the wineries. Um, And so that was really fun. It was nice to kind of unplug. I really fell in love with hiking. I I didn't know how much I would love hiking. I love most outdoor activities. um, So I'm not surprised, but I just loved the workout and the mental workout and the physical workout. And then the fact that you get treated to such wonderful views. Um, The weather was perfect the whole time. It was great. So if you haven't, I would suggest booking um, a little getaway for yourself. You know, just having that time for myself. I had two nights, no, I had three nights scheduled um, in an Airbnb by myself and I was continuing to hike around Tempe. And then I started really missing my family. I started missing Marshall and Rebel and of course Odin. Um, So I ended up coming home one day early. And then (laughs) of course I got one day back into like our regular routine and I was like, should have stayed, should have stayed the last night, you know, but um, I still spent six nights away from everybody and my routine. So it was just, it was a nice refresh. I was very depressed to come back to the Illinois weather. We did get get treated with uh, some warm weather yesterday, but for the most part, it's been cold and dreary like April is. So I'm back. Um, My dog broke his toe 
on Monday, which is just thrown a wrench in my schedule for the week. Um, he is a Doberman puppy, so he's just, he's high energy, which is one of the reasons we got him. He's highly intelligent, very investigative, like most puppies are. Uh, so he's just curious and always into all the shit and the fact that I can't exercise him to wear him out, um, or take him to doggy daycare right now is causing some chaos around here. Um, so thank goodness for CBD dog treats, which he's enjoying a little CBD nap right now. So I'm getting this done. So that is it. An update from me and I have been catching up with all of you and I'm, I'm looking forward to catching up with more of you for the, uh, the next round of client meetings. Um, I just wanted to, I, I've missed you guys. I just wanted to talk to you and catch you up and encourage you if it's possible um, to just get a night away or even a morning away. I mean, I just feel like there's so much about that trip that I'm grateful for and just feels like such a luxury to me. So that was the first vacation that I've ever taken on my own since I started this business. Um, and I really had to think about that, like go back and rack my brain. But yeah, I think so. I mean, I think like we've done little stuff. Marshall and I went to, you know, we've done little weekends away, but as far as like a solid week away, that's I think the first time in like three and a half years that that's happened. Um, very early in my business, I took a week and went to Mexico, but that was a family vacation. We went to visit family. I went with all of my siblings and my dad and my stepmom. And so I wouldn't call that a vacation. I'd call that a family trip. <laughs> so yeah, um, that was, that was felt really awesome. Like a moment we're celebrating, like I am taking and paying for, I'm taking a week off. I'm paying for this trip for my business. Um, and it just felt really, really cool to be able to do that and like such a luxury. And then I know for a lot of us and a lot of you listening, um, all the, the moms listening that just any time alone feels like a luxury, especially, you know, coming off of a year with the pandemic and the kids home and the back and forth and all of that. Um, and maybe your significant other is home. So to have like seven days to myself was such a luxury, but do you guys know that, <laughs> I like couldn't turn it off. I couldn't turn it off. Um, not the business part. I was pretty able to like put that away and I had set myself up so I didn't really have to like check my emails. There wasn't a whole lot coming through, but um, oh, I thought, okay. <laughs> I just had a moment where I panicked and thought I missed a meeting right now, but I didn't. So anyway, um, I just kept getting up early and I was like ready to do things. I realized like when I'm not spending energy on my business or managing things around the house, like I had energy. I was ready to hike for days. I'm like, yeah, three hour hike. Let's eat lunch and go back and do more. Um, so I was, <laughs> I was loving the energy that I was feeling there in Sedona. And so I would just say like, whatever time you have, and we're going to get into this today. Um, so I'll just start start now, but today I'm bringing you some real talk because that trip made me realize how valuable our time is, and it really, when you're climbing mountains, when you're elevation, you gain like 
1,400 feet in elevation in like a one hour hike, um, you know, you got some time to think about things and get some perspective about how big this world is. And sometimes that can make some of the problems in our daily lives not feel so much like problems. Um, so this is going to be a, a bit of a tough love episode, but trust me, it is coming from a place of love. I do love you guys. Um, and you guys know I'm always trying to like pick you up and support you and cheer you on. Um, but I feel like today it's come up in some of the client meetings and some other things I am have just noticed and felt and seen. So we are going to, we're going to get into it. So get ready. Um, first of all, I want to start by, obviously I can't see you, but just raise your hand if you are not seeing results in an area of your life that you would like to. This could be the number of clients you have. This could be the income in the bank. This could be your work-life balance, alone time, self-care, maybe even fitness goals, other habits. Um, so just, and I want you to raise your hand and then if you're able to, um, I know some of you do the activities and some of you just listen, which is fine, but write down the results you want to achieve, something that's stressing you out. So if you're just listening, think about it. If you can't even say it out loud, like what is a result that you have been stressing over achieving? It's important that it's a stressor, right? Um, a, a problem that you feel like you've been trying to solve and just like hasn't worked out yet. Like I just can't figure it out. I just don't know why. Um, or it just doesn't work. So really think about that for a minute. And then I want to ask yourself, I want you to ask yourself, have I taken action recently to work towards this? I mean like action, action not passive action, not have I researched it, not have I read about it, but have I actually done something that gets me closer to achieving this goal or result in my life or my business? And then the next question, am I saying yes to things that work towards this result and saying no to the things that don't? Right, Because often, especially as moms, and I don't know, maybe it's just in my house, but I've, I definitely have this problem more than Marshall does. So I don't know if that's just like me and Marshall or if that's like a, a gender difference. I don't know. Um, but I tend to want to take on and manage, or maybe it's just personality differences. I tend to want to take on and manage more and more things, right? Like moms, we do a lot of shit. Um, and that's a choice. It's our choice to take all of those things on. And in my house, I've had to get better, especially when it comes to like having babysitters for Rebel or asking the family to help out with like pickups and drop-offs. Um, I've had to get better about saying no because there was a period, and you guys have to remember, I'm a stepmom. So I like got thrown into motherhood and the kid was already three. I didn't have those like baby years to <laughs> ease into this little human's life. Um, not that those years are easy either, um, but you know, getting thrown in at age three is, is a whirlwind. It's like 
And this is how I felt coming back from my trip too. I felt like stepping back into my real life was like me stepping back into a washer machine that was already running and I just got like whirled up in it. Like, oh my gosh, hold on a second. Um, so again, are you saying yes to things that work towards this result and no to the things that don't? And I don't want any judgment here. Turn off your judgment towards yourself. Don't beat yourself up. No shaming, no shit talking, no mental drama. Just like point blank, yes or no, yes or no. We're just doing a fact check. We're just doing a little bit of it, a mental audit here to see. And then the next question is, do I currently have habits that support me achieving this result? Or do I have habits that are more supportive of me not achieving the result? Just think about it. Yes or no? Are your habits supporting the goals you have in your life? I'm going to tell you that for most of us, myself included here, the answer is not all the habits we have are supporting our future goals, right? So there's a disconnect there. Now, again, if you're you're writing, write this down. If not, um, that's okay. So write down everything or just think through this or write it down. Everything you think is holding you, you back from achieving this result. This could be, so write down everything you think or everyone you think that is holding you back from achieving this result. This could be time. This could be money. This could be other resources. This could be, I swear to you right now, for me, this I'm struggling with my dog. Like my damn dog is <laughs> holding me back with his broken toe from achieving some things I want to get done in my business because he's like a menace. He's Dennis the menace during the day. And so when he's home and I'm trying to work, it can be a mental challenge for me, right? But is it really his fault? Or am I just getting like wasting time I have consumed with the drama of the situation and overwhelm and stress and not just like, you know, putting him outside for a little bit? Yes, he has a broken toe, but will he be fine? Yeah, he can feel the pain so he can regulate it. Um, and the, a big example here that I see. So for example, we're going to use a, a fitness example. You guys know I love those. I have had friends and some of you listening, I will not name names. You're welcome. Um, but all seriousness, this comes up a lot with working out, right? People tell themselves they, they need that new thing. They need that new piece of equipment. During the pandemic, we saw a lot of people getting Peloton bikes. I don't know if you know, but those things are not cheap. Um, and I, you know, I have witnessed people who have never had a habit of working out think that that habit was going to change the moment a $2,000 Peloton bike showed up in their living room. Let me tell you something. That's not how habits work. Habits don't get delivered to your door. You don't just, there's not an amount of money you can pay to change your own personal habits. So this is where we're going to get into talking about, <clears throat> about some of that stuff, about your level of commitment. That is where you begin to change your habits. And that is where we can create 
lasting and sustainable change in whatever it is you're looking to pursue. Obviously, this is a marketing podcast, so apply it to your business. So your your habits are not the problem. I mean, <laughs> yes, they are. The bike, the tool in this case with the Peloton bike, the Peloton, you not having a Peloton and telling me that like you can't work out until you get that Peloton, like that that's the problem. The bike is not the problem. You not having the bike, that's not the problem. You not having some fancy tool or planner or a social media strategist or a copywriter or a fancy website, like those are not the problem in your business. The problem is your wishy-washy level of commitment. And then with that wishy-washy level of commitment comes the lack of discipline. Are you all in or are you all out? On yourself, on your business, with your target audience, with what it is you're creating? Because let me tell you, a lot of you out there are running around half-assing a bunch of little stuff when you could be whole-assing one really great thing. You're getting caught up looking at what other people are doing and trying new things and adding more things to the pot instead of just becoming really good and, and becoming the expert in that one thing that you can offer and that one way you can change your client's life. Your audience feels that lack of commitment. They sense when you're being wishy-washy. Why would a client commit to paying someone, especially at, you know, some of you have increased your pricing and I know we talk about mindset around pricing, especially in client meetings, but like, why would someone pay and commit to that pricing when you yourself have not yet committed to it? Do you want to be the type of business owner that is like, here's this product or service that I kind of feel meh about and hopefully, fingers crossed, you'll like it enough to give me your money. And then turning around to me and being like, why won't they buy it? I just don't understand. It's not working. It's the algorithms. They're not seeing my posts, the algorithms, my, my, my blogs, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, it has nothing to do with that. So stop dumping your insecurities on your target audience. They are not responsible for your belief in yourself. They cannot create that belief for you. They cannot validate you. Only you can do that. Not anyone else in your industry, not your clients, not your significant other, just you. I can't do that for you either. I, I can't. I can't make you believe in yourself. So you can open up to your audience, right? You can bring them into this conversation. You can address maybe some of your the things that are coming up for you when it comes to running your business. Bring them into the conversation, but don't go out there half-assing it and then be surprised when they half-ass their support for you because I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you that it's a, the problem is for, yeah, sure. The problem's the Instagram algorithm. That's why they're not buying from you. 
No, that's not the problem. It's not. Somewhere in the self-love conversation, which is very important, and we talk about that a lot here, that is also a habit, getting to know and love yourself. But in this conversation about self-love, overworking, over-hustling, setting boundaries, you know, um, that making money can be easy, which I've talked about before here is like one of my, my thoughts that I keep on my wall. Somewhere in this conversation, we've lost sight of the fact that you still have to have commitment and discipline to achieve your goals. You can do those in a way that is loving towards yourself and doesn't overwork yourself or over hustle yourself. But that just means you have to be super clear with your timelines and make the most of the time you've set. So a commitment by definition is just an agreement or pledge to do something in the future. So are you committed to yourself in the role that you've created, in the role where you've put yourself in this moment as a business owner, an entrepreneur, a mom, I know a lot of you are married. Are you committed to this version of yourself? Are you committed, more importantly, to the version of you that you you see in your head, like future you? Are you committed to that? Are you committed to this process? If you're looking around and you're asking people like, hey, how'd you do it? How'd you get your success? Unless you're interviewing them for a podcast or a book you're writing, you don't really need to know. Like their success, whether or not they want to share that story, is their business. If you're if you're looking and you're digging for information around that so that you can copy that, that's a futile effort. You're wasting energy. It's like when you're running in track, the first thing they tell you, don't turn around and look at the people behind you because you're wasting precious energy by turning your head around. And also, it's dangerous. You're running forward and looking backwards. What are we doing here? Are you committed to your marketing plan? However loose of a plan that is, because it's still important to be flexible, right? That plan has to be flexible. This is real life. But are you committed? Or do you keep... I can tell you the clients that don't see... I have clients, as you guys know, that have seen some great success. Those clients never wavered in their commitment to the plan and the work we were doing together. The clients that don't see that type of success, if they've been working for me for a similar amount of time, are the ones who, when we show up to go through our marketing action plan, they haven't done shit. They probably haven't even looked at it in a month. Or they did one time. The clients that see results are the ones who have printed that plan out and taken notes or written it down and taken notes or show up and say like, I think I did most of the things on my plan, but here are the things I want to talk about with you. Here's how I'm going to make the most of the 60 minutes, the most out of the 60 minutes we have together. So are you committed to your marketing plan? Are you committed to your audience? 
Do you even know who you're talking to? Just that one person. Like imagine, imagine if you were going to, I don't want to say marry your significant other again because maybe (laughs) the answer there would be like, I don't know that I would. Um, But like imagine, okay, imagine you're going to marry someone and you half-ass that commitment. Your marriage is going to be half-ass then because you have one foot in and one foot out, always prepared to run. And listen, this was me for a long time, like never fully committed because I didn't want to get hurt. I didn't want to go all in because I felt exposed. I felt stuck. Like if I go in, if I go all in on this, holy shit, putting all your eggs in one basket. But we're just talking about a mental basket, your belief basket. (laughs) Do you guys like these terms I come up with? Your freaking belief basket. But I want you to put all of your commitment behind your your belief in yourself, in your process, in the marketing plan, with your audience. Commit to your craft and commit to making a difference in this world. What is the change you are promising to make with your target audience? We talk about it all the time. What's the change you are promising your target audience? What? How are you telling them what you do is going to change their lives. And that it's different from others. And that, that's another point too, committed to yourself and to your personality and to understanding that what makes you and someone else in your industry different, what sets you two apart is what is also going to set your audience apart. Your audiences are going to be attracted to those differences for those reasons, right? Like these are your people and those are their people. And that's cool. That's okay. And you know what? You can acknowledge that and be like, well, that's not really my cup of tea, but good for them. And not in a sarcastic way, not in a facetious way, but just like generously saying and genuinely saying like, good for them. I hope they're happy. Like truly, I hope they're happy. And just let it go. Because nothing else matters except for your commitment to these things. And then there's the topic of discipline, which short and sweet is self-control. Discipline is self-control. So this means sticking to your commitments that you've made to yourself, to the process, to the marketing plan, to your audience, to your craft. Even when it's hard as fuck. Even when your launch failed. Even when someone has judged you. Even when you've noticed that someone has copied you. Because you have more creativity to give. Let them, okay, go ahead. But are they going to have the same spin on it? The same pizzazz? Do you guys know how many marketing coaches and business coaches in this industry have the same business format that I do? But you're here listening to me and you probably listen to other ones. I am not bothered by that. (laughs) I am in a business group which is led by someone who has a very similar business format, but we have very, very, very different approaches to our one-on-one services, the way we interact with our clients, and very different deliveries just based on our personalities. And that's okay. There's room for all of us. 
It's sticking to your commitments even when someone has talked shit about it. What? You know they do. You know they do. And let them. And that's okay. Because you know what? You probably do too. We all do it. Judgment is a natural part of the human condition. It's just natural. You just, you can't make it anything more than that. And it can't be, you know, your mind can't be caught up in constantly judging others. Sticking to it, even when your bank account hasn't caught up yet, even when you're tired. So commitment and discipline. It's what you're lacking if you're not achieving your results, if you don't have habits that support the life that future you wants to live. So where are you lacking commitment in your business? Is it to the process of entrepreneurship, which is up, down, all around? It's an emotional mess. Is it to your future self? Are you committed, really committed to building that? Like, do you feel it in your bones? And where are you lacking discipline because of your lack of commitment? Where are you just letting things slide? You're not doing the things that you know you should be doing because you're not committed to that, whatever it is, that goal. And maybe you need to reevaluate your goals. And maybe you need to say, you know what? Like, I don't want to start a blog this year. I thought I did and I don't. And I'm going to let that go. I had a conversation with a client recently and we were going back and forth on a sale, whether or not she was going to do this sale and blah, blah, blah. And then we like landed in a really good place and I could see it in her body language. So I said, how does that feel to you? And she said, it feels great. I feel excited to talk about it. I feel good about what it's going to do for my business and the value it will bring to my clients. I think they're going to be excited about it. And I could see it. It was written on her face. So if you're not excited about those things, like when I come here to talk to you guys, I get pumped up. You can probably hear it. I'm ready. I'm like, yes, yes, let's talk about it. In our meetings, I'm ready. This is the energy you get in the meetings too because I love helping you figure this stuff out. On the contrary, in the business group I'm in, I always refer to her as a business coach, but she straight up said like, I am not a coach. I do not want to help coach people to find their own answers. If they're having a problem and I have an answer, I want to solve it for them. And I said, oh, okay, cool. That's how we're different. And that was beautiful. So to end today, I want you to take action. That's it. One small action you can do today to move forward that you can like get done at the end of the day and pour yourself a glass of wine and be like, hot damn, I did it. Even if it's just showing your face. You guys, some of you just need to put your faces on the Insta, on the Instagram Like seriously, a lot of you do a very good job at that. And I love seeing your beautiful faces. Um, So not passive action, not researching, not reading about, not listening to or consuming in any manner, but you, capital Y-O-U, taking action towards a result that you want in your life. Oh, my dog is up. He's like, this rant has ruined my CBD nap, mom. 
Um, so whether it's changing a habit or showing your face, take action today. And then let me know what you did. I know a lot of you are listening. I even know some of you guys are like chatting about this with each other. And I love when you just let me know that you're listening or that a podcast had an impact on you. So thank you for listening. Um, and then lastly, I just want to leave you with this little story. So I saw a post recently from a person, you know, one of those people I probably should unfollow on Facebook, but we're still friends on the Facebook, but not in the real life. And she had just said, whatever, she was going on a solo trip. And and what caught my eye was that she said that she was hoping to come back with a renewed sense of self. And she may, right? She may. She may go on this trip and she may come back renewed and refreshed because sometimes trips do that. But the part of her that she is hoping to find, this renewed part of her that she's hoping to find on this trip, it's there already. It's been there all along and she doesn't need to go on that eight-hour road trip alone to discover it. Now, that could be like a fun thing to do. But just like the version of you that you're hoping will arrive in the same box as your $2,000 Peloton bike, even though you can't commit to working out for 10 minutes with the tools you already have, it's not going to happen. That version doesn't come, this future version of you doesn't just get delivered to your doorstep by Amazon. It's something you have to work towards. It's something you have to commit to and then have the self-control to actively work towards, to make decisions every day that say like, yes, I'm committed to this version of myself. It's like when you get married and then they tell you you're going to have to choose that person every day of your life. Like you wake up and you're like, yeah, I'm still committed to you. I mean, shoot, maybe some days you're not. And that's okay, but acknowledging that. So this is where there's a disconnect, right? Like you're confused about the lack of commitment and why you're not achieving results. So if you just acknowledge and be like, okay, yeah, today I'm not going to work out. Rest days are important too. And not beating yourself up about it. Or like maybe, I don't know, your significant other is annoying you one day. You're like, you know what? I I don't know if I'd choose you right now. Um, But then you know, arguments happen and you move on. So you have a choice. You get to decide whether you're going to commit to these things or you're not. And then you get to enact the level of self-control needed to achieve and show your commitment to achieve your results and display your level of commitment, right? That's what action is. This is saying, I am committed. Me taking this action, this self-control, this discipline is showing you that I'm committed. The version of you that you're searching for, future self, maybe it's more successful you, maybe it's more fun. That's really some of the stuff I have to work on. Is like more fun me at home. Um, she's here. She's just waiting for you to open up and let her in. She's waiting for you to commit to her every single day and take actions that support that and support her. You've got this. 
We've got this. All right, guys, that's it for this week. Thank you for sticking with me. As always, you can visit marketinguninhibited.com or find me at marketinguninhibited on Instagram. And I have some journal prompts. I'm going to be for... I'm going to try to do it a few days a week. It may be Monday through Friday. I haven't really decided, but I'm going to be releasing like short five-minute episodes that are journal prompts to get your your day going or to end your your day um, whenever you're doing your journaling, if you journal. And I hope you guys like them. It's just something fun that came to me, so I thought I would do it. All right. I hope you have a great, great day wherever this finds you, and I will talk to you soon.